Most children I know love the game of hide and seek. My own children love finding places to hide in our apartment or love returning to spots that they've worked out stump each other. The joy in the game is not just in the hiding nor in the seeking, but in the anticipation of being found. Children want to play the game because they want to be discovered. They delight in finding a good spot to sit and wait, but they delight even more in being sought after by whichever sibling, parent or friend they've pulled into their game. It is this delight at being found, being known, being discovered, which the psalmist expresses in Psalm 139. The Lord has searched and known the author, verse 1. The Lord is familiar with all his ways, verse 3. So intimate is his knowledge that there is nowhere they can go which is outside of God's knowing presence, verse 7. Whether in the heavens or the depths, verse 8, or the far east or the far west, verse 9, or even to the deepest of darkness, the Lord is always there. His presence never leaves. His knowledge of our thoughts, words and actions never cease. For some, this all-knowing, intimate presence of the Lord may cause distress. There may be those who seek to hide from God, like Jonah running away to Tarshish. If we are delighting in sin, seeking pleasure in evil pursuits, ignoring the Spirit's promptings and hoping that no consequence, guilt or shame will result from such actions, well, we are badly mistaken. This psalm acts as a warning that nothing is unknown to God. However, this is not the tone explicit in the psalm. The psalmist himself is rejoicing in the omnipotence, the all-knowing, and the omnipresence, the ever-presentness of the Lord. The reason for such rejoicing is because the psalmist knows that the Lord is for him. The Lord's presence is an active presence that protects and guides, verse 5. It is a knowledge due to the Lord's active work of creation, verses 13 to 16, that continues in praise for the God who has made him to be, verse 14. No wonder the psalmist considers the, that God's thoughts are precious, verse 17. It is these thoughts and this active presence that have created and sustained the author from conception to the present. And with such a track record, there is no reason to doubt that this protective care will continue. But then the psalm takes a dark turn. From praising God for the joy of his all-knowing and all-present character, the psalmist then asks that God slay the wicked, verse 19, and affirms his hatred of those who hate God, verse 21. However, while the tone of the psalm has changed, the subject matter has not. It is because of God's omnipotence and omnipresence that he is completely and perfectly aware of the actions and thoughts, not only of the righteous, but also of the wicked. There are those who hate God and wish ill upon his people. While we are not called to pick up our weapons, be they physical, cultural or verbal, and fight back, it is right to turn our anguish to prayers for God to enact justice, not for our name's sake, but for his own, verse 21. Today, as one who trusts in the lordship of the risen Jesus, you can be assured of this same active presence of God. There is nothing that is unknown, 
nowhere you can hide. And this is good news because God is for you. Paul's words in Romans 8 reminds us of both these great truths. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Lift Up Your Hearts Devotionals is produced by GAFCON Global Anglicans. To support this and other GAFCON ministry, please visit gafcon.org.